I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of NHK World Japan's interview series, Direct Talk. Today, Larry Littlebird, a Native American storyteller. He wants people to reconnect with nature. The natural world is always there, always available. Even if you're in a tiny city apartment, the remarkable technicolor of an autumn leaf or the astonishing beauty of a single flower is all you need to connect with the natural world. It's helpful and humbling to remember that we are just one of millions of species on this planet, one tiny part of a vast, intricate ecosystem. I love the way being in nature makes me feel. It makes me feel insignificant and significant all at once. It seems to heighten my senses, too. I become more alert. I feel more grounded. It's a wonderful combination to feel stimulated and at peace simultaneously. Joseph Campbell wrote, The goal of life is to make your heartbeat match the beat of the universe, to match your nature with nature. It's something that Larry has come close to, and he wants to share the beauty and meaning of that experience with as many people as possible. So how can you seek out more time in nature? Perhaps Larry will inspire you to do just that. Here's narrator Gina Tani. I'll meet you on the other side. Larry Littlebird is a Native American, life coach, performing artist, and a storyteller. He is an orator of timeless indigenous narratives. Today he sees the balance between man and nature lost in the world. The gift of being able to feel things that are in the land. Littlebird has revived the land of his ancestors in New Mexico. He built a place for people to reconnect with nature and has been affecting people's lives through his wisdom. He tells us more on how to live in harmony with the wilderness and become better listeners in these challenging times. In 2007, Larry Littlebird regained his ancestral land and created Hamatza, the Pueblo elder shares his Native American roots, sustainable lifestyle, and regenerative farming on a 320-acre site near Santa Fe, New Mexico. We came here with an idea. Land is where things can grow. Human lives can be grown from land that is rich because the earth is rich. Hundreds of visitors from the U.S., Europe, and Asia experience indigenous culture and storytelling. They learn to listen, a tradition at Hamatsa. He believes by listening to each other in the natural setting, people reconnect with each other and with the environment. Hamatsa is a concept that really, that really is about our lives, the human lives, and, the, and what is most emphasized is relationship. Relationship to one another 
And therefore, relationship to the whole of everything on earth. This place of hope and inspiration was built after his traumatic experiences that were similar to the indigenous communities across the U.S. Little Bird was born in 1941 on the Laguna Pueblo Reservation in New Mexico. Since ancient times, his ancestors resided here and lived through Spanish colonization and U.S. rule. He lived with his grandparents on their sheep farm and was nurtured by the natural environment and the Native American way of life. Believe that I grew up in on a reservation with my grandma and my grandpa on a vast, beautiful land where I had no fear. I had an incredible life. And it was nurtured by loving kindness. One day when Little Bird was around eight, he had a magical experience chasing and catching up to a beam of light. I just jump, I leap forward, and I land right in the light. And it's, un, it's beneath me, and I'm now within a whole column of light, straight overhead. And it's all light. Everything is light. I'm immersed in this light. And I don't know where I am except in the light. He shared his experience with his grandfather, who told Little Bird an important life lesson. You got touched today by what lives here. It lives in this land. And it came to you because you were not afraid. That is the key to everything that you have to do in your life. And so that stayed with me from, from that little child. Growing up, Little Bird showed talent as an artist. He was accepted at the Institute of American Indian Arts in 1961. His gift quickly gained attention and was asked to participate in an exhibition at the Denver Museum. Wow, this is great. This is fantastic. And he, and he said, but there's only one thing, Larry. If you want to go, you're going to have to do something about your hair. I just jumped up in my seat. My hair, yes, my hair was below my waist. Long, dark hair. Not this stuff on top right now. Uh, and they, they told me I was going to have to have my hair cut. And I said, there's no way I'm going to cut my hair. This is part of who I am. This is, this is where I come from. When he refused to cut his hair, he was immediately expelled from the school. And now I was being told, get off. Get off this reservation. <laughs> you don't belong here. And so it's a, that's just as an ongoing uh, hidden kind of hurt because not a whole lot has changed. We're still, we're still struggling for that identity which is our own. The United States government built boarding schools to erase Native American traditional culture since the 19th century. Little Bird faced the reality of systematic oppression that still continues today. 
the school grounds of the Institute of American Indian Art, as they were calling it, were the school grounds of an old boarding school. As a matter of fact, my, my father and his brothers had all gone there, <laughs> turning Indians into acceptable versions of what they wanted them to be. A line had been drawn around me, and its intent was to imprison me. This experience traumatized Little Bird. He listened and learned of so many similar stories of trauma within his own community. Few years later, an elder relative changed his perspective on life. When this incident happened and all of a sudden now I'm thinking of myself as a, as a prisoner, then it became kind of clear. And then one, one relative in particular He's, he, said to, he said to me, well, don't be afraid. Don't get fearful. Look at it like this. Put your hands out. Look in your hands. He said, everything you are, everything that you want to be, you hold in your hands. Why? Because that's who your people are. They've given it to you. It's yours. You can do whatever you want with who you are. Don't forget that. That is what we've been given. Yes, we might be imprisoned, but we can choose how long or we can choose to leave. Whoa! When he shared that with me, it was like somebody put a key in my hand. And I, that's when I said, okay, I'm going to break out of this prison. All I do is walk away. I go beyond the boundaries of the reservation, but I'm going to walk backwards holding everything that is sacred, everything that is powerful, everything that is who I am, that my people have given to me. They put it in my hands. Nobody can take that away from me. And I'm just going to walk backwards so I can see what I have that I'm holding in my hands. I still hold them close to me as I move through this world as who I am, the one my mother's spirit gave life to. That's who I am. Little Bird freed himself from his trauma and created a unique career as a storyteller, actor, and organizer. He was a lead actor in the film House Made of Dawn, an all-Native American film. He was a founding board member of the Sundance Institute along with Robert Redford. His journey was rooted in the rich tradition of his ancestors and telling stories orally, leading him to become a natural speaker. Destiny has brought him home. Little Bird regained a piece of his ancestral land and established the Hamatza, 
The place is rich in memories of the suffering experienced by generations of Native Americans. He remembers an old story of his grandmother who fled to freedom from slavery. One very dark night, down in the crevices to which those workers would go, my grandma and her two-year-old daughter were down in the crevices. The two-year-old daughter had to be with her mother. She couldn't, there was no place to leave her. She was with her. And they were down in there when the mother said, quiet now, we're going. And in the middle of the night, they fled that crevice. I have returned. I've returned here with my family. This is where we live. Every day is a reminder. When I come here and I see the stones, sometimes I find these little ones. And they remind me of blood. Blood still crying out in this land. And they're like little tears of blood. And when I find these, I know Oh, this is where I'm growing up from. This is where, in my lineage, I have a connection to this earth. No one can take that from me. I'm here just as much as this little bloodstone is here. We are connected. Yes, there are parallels. What is fascinating to me is sometimes I, I share a, this kind of story. I find other people, and they come from different places around the world, uh, not just native people, but they have, they have a similar connection to something in their own lives that they're discovering as a way in which to uh, break out of the the bonds that civilization, quote-unquote, imposes upon the, the spiritual quality of living in lands all around the world. We asked Little Bird to describe his gift. Story listener and not a story teller. That's what I consider what I've been gifted with by all these people who've shared with me stories that were part of their lives. At Hamatza, he continues to listen to stories of people and stories of nature. As human beings face critical changes during the corona pandemic, Larry Littlebird believes ancient wisdom of indigenous elders offers renewed hope. Gifts that are freely ours to receive, not to take, but to receive. And that's, that is the key which unlocks so many imprisoned people in whatever life they, they may 
be attempting to live. And so it's not one of amassing wealth. It's one of discovering the enormous generosity that we've been provided as a species of life on this earth and that we have the gift of one another. Larry likes to be described as a story listener, not a storyteller. Often in modern life, good communication is considered to be the act of speaking. It is becoming increasingly rare to come across someone who truly listens. But as the Dalai Lama put it, if we speak, we only repeat what we already know. If we listen, we might learn something new. The connection Larry feels with his older relatives and Native American ancestors brought to mind a powerful visualization. Imagine yourself standing in an infinite river of humans. Behind you are all those people who preceded you. They offer you support, momentum, and inspiration. Ahead of you are all those still to be born. People who you will inspire with your life. Remembering our place in the circle of life like this has a perspective-shifting magic to it. Our place in history and in nature is irremovable. It's such an anchoring thought. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I'm Chloe Potter. Join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes.